Welcome back to Creative Covenants, Marketing for Cybersecurity. Today, we're talking to Tanesh Chaya of Decipher Cyber about a resource called Jenny. Now, Jenny is a platform that provides a sort of directory listing of all cybersecurity companies across all regions, all specialties, uh, products, services, consulting, etc. It's been designed mainly to help buyers uh, navigate this very, very crowded space, uh, but it's also immensely valuable for marketers as it can help us understand uh, both our competitors and the overall landscape in which we are trying to insert our narrative. Hope you enjoy. I mean, I've, I've loved the idea of Jenny since I first heard about it because um, for, I mean, as a, as a marketer, um, if I can slant it that way a little bit, I mean, you know, you, you, so many of us arrive at cybersecurity, you know, maybe with a tech background, but not a cybersecurity background because it is still fairly, emer it's a fairly new space, isn't it? Um, or rather the growth, because of the growth, it, there's so much in it that's new and exciting. And to get your head around that um, is almost impossible. Um, and so, so where do you start? And I, I, I love the idea of, of, of Jenny just being where it all kind of just hangs out and it's transparent and you've pulled from how companies describe themselves, um, if I understand the platform correctly. And so yeah. and I think that's fascinating because you're not trying to put words in people's mouths. You're saying, no, this is what you've said. This is what you've said. And I was yeah. wondering, um, I guess there are so many questions I want to ask you about about Jenny, but like one, you know, what has she taught you so far about like about this landscape? Because it is so big and as you know, so you know there's so many different offerings kind of sprouting up. Um, if you could kind of classify cyber as you see it now, um, based on what Jenny is telling you. How would you do that? What would you say to someone? I guess what would you say to someone who's you know newish to it, or someone who's just joined a startup, a cyber startup that is trying to get their head around where to yeah. start in terms of yeah anything? I I, I think I mean it, 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 you're right. It, it's a massive industry now. You know the numbers from different um, research firms are in the trillions, right? If then you know, and, and this much will be extorted, and that that much will be taken by hackers, and all the all that stuff, and that and that's all fine. I mean, you know, but there's a but that that number is only there, uh, and it, that that number so big is because the market has exploded from providers. So what we, Jenny, what we found with Jenny, and, and I'd, I'd I'd like to probably say as we I like to think comfortably, we've got the largest database certainly of security technology vendors in the world today um, to give an indication we're we're currently at five and a half thousand cyber security technology vendors jenny's found i mean that number's astronomical we we, we when we look at that data it's mind-blowing uh, and to give you a clue jenny comes back with 20 or 30 every single day sometimes we have to stop her right so for for us looking at that information it's overwhelming right and and we know a thing or two about cyber so generally you know we'll look at those companies and we know okay that's an antivirus company but they've got a niche product in antivirus or that's a next-gen threat intel company and they've got a product there and you can kind of make heads and tails of it make sense of it but if you're coming new into the industry like you just said you've got no hope you've got no hope at all to try and understand where do you begin and typically you can use uh, research firms 
right, which have a place. You can ask your buddies if you've got security buddies, but again, they're, they will only have exposure to what the technology they've used in the past or what their company uses. So again, the, the opinion is a little bit limited. Um, you can use Google, good luck with that, right? Um, and or you can use, or you can park all of that stuff and instantly within three clicks use Jenny and just find what you need instantly, right? That is what Jenny does, but from the from a market perspective, it's she's there to kind of simplify the process for everybody. And and I always say, and I've had some really tough conversations with CISOs. I've had CISOs say, uh, well, actually, we would never use Jenny because I would just ask my buddies. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Or we're a Microsoft semantic house. Okay, fair enough. But then use Jenny to validate your existing supply list or potential supply list or potential technology that you're looking at. I, Jenny's not there to displace or give you an opinion or she's, you know, she, she's, she's technology agnostic. We don't have favorites, right? That's why she works. So, but, and we get, we've got a whole different level of people, senior security experts who, while I, I know, I know the market extremely well, thanks very much. Um, but then just use Jenny for validation. But if you take your security hat off for a minute and think about the lion's share of businesses globally, now that's where Jenny really plays well. So take my, 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 in my one of my accounts in uh, one of the uh, customers in uh, DCC, the my my largest business actually, they don't have an IT security manager. They have an IT manager. Does he know where to go with some of this stuff? No. Can, is it useful for him? Yes. It's a good starting point for him to inform himself of what technologies out there, uh, you know, and make and get an opinion based on just the vendor themselves, as opposed to the market noise that's out there, right? Uh, and the and, and some of the uncertainty that comes with that, or because you've asked a buddy. So we, that, that, those users, uh, that's been really interesting for us because those users get a lot of value and we're seeing a lot of registrations come onto the platform for guys and girls who just want to use, the, just want to see what's out there and understand, ah, antivirus has so many providers and actually this one's better suited for us than this one and they can make an informed choice, right? Um, so validation for the, the guys, the experienced security CISOs out there uh, and, and I'm, if some of these guys are listening, they'll know who they are, right? Um, yeah. and so use it for validation, absolutely. And they agree with that, right? Validation is key. However, for the lion's share of population out there who are trying to understand the market, those of the those who are not in cybersecurity or security, they need to start somewhere and this Jenny's a nice place for them to start, right? The SME businesses, the SMB businesses, you know, um, I tell you who else we're getting on board uh, registered, registered users is really interesting use cases, procurement managers. Procurement mm -hmm. managers are often the last people to be brought into a, a, a cycle. You know, the, the, the businesses have made a decision, we're gonna go with this, you know, procurement get bought in at the last minute and it, it's upsetting it. I, and I've had enough conversations with procurement managers it's a good place for them to go and start and understand where to look for technology, what technology is, oh, the business is looking at this. Hey guys, have you considered X, Y, Z? So it's a great tool for them as well as program managers. Program managers often get the task, the fun task of going to look for the technology, run the technology, deploy the technology, and they've got to oversee that. And if they don't come from a security background, where do you start? So again, there's a use case for those guys as well to be able to uh, you know, use the platform to educate themselves and just to make informed decisions. And at least when they're talking to their peers, they have a little bit of background on the technology that these guys are talking about, because often they have to go away 
do some homework, go and educate themselves and then come back and make a decision, which is a tough thing to do if you don't work in security. And a lot of these guys don't. So, you know, it, it, it gives, that's for the users, right? Uh, but for the vendors, you know, for them, it gives them a, a massive voice. And because it's not pay for play or any of that business, um, you know, we, you can't, vendors can't pay us to have a banner running across the platform. And and I have been offered some money and I have, we've said, nope, sorry, you know, it, it, it defeats the object of why we created it. Um, um, but what, and, and when we talk to marketing execs within, um, security vendors and especially for startup security vendors for them if they don't have those marketing budgets which they often don't it gives them a voice to go out there and be there with the biggest and the best of them but without um, having that big marketing budget spend right and it's a constant exposure as well as all the other stuff they kind of get back in return so it, it kind of works we try to build her in a way that she's user first. You know, we've always built her with the user first, and then with vendors in mind, we we want to give these guys the, that that space, that fair fair ground, if you want to call it that fair mm -hmm. space. I don't know what we call it, but you know, that equal opportunities playground, if you will, where they're there with the best of them and the rest of them, um, and and they get uh, they get to show off all the wonderful things that they do, right? Yeah, and what you've just done actually, which is um, hugely useful, is you've kind of um, broken down the target market for some of these companies, how it does range from like a seasoned CISO to someone who is either very new to this or someone who uh, is just sort of ramping up with it. Like, especially in smaller companies, you don't necessarily have a CISO. Like, mm -hmm. um, so you kind of, yeah, you just sort of beautifully described the breadth of who you're trying to target or not who you be, but who like a marketer would be trying to target with messaging or who sales will be targeting and so and that is really illuminating actually because i think i think so often we get we get stuck on the CISO that they are the ones with all the power but actually in some companies they just don't exist yeah. um, so that's that's i think jenny jenny's really good at sort of illuminating that a bit more than anyone else i can think of has such a, a an eye into like i say like the landscape in general but i was going to ask what you um what you could say about cybersecurity branding and messaging. Uh, so for example, a previous company I worked for, a cybersecurity company, we did a rebrand. And as part of that, we sort of looked at like the colors of our competitors. There was mm -hmm. so much red and there was so much blue and a lot of black. <laughs> and so um, there's this sort of like thing about cyber that, you know, I guess gravitates towards those colors. But I sort of, are there are there sort of things that have stood out for you as like as, as, I, know, I don't know if you want to name specific companies, but as you know, as you're getting the view of all these different companies of all these different sizes, you know, is, are you seeing like a, a breadth of branding or are you feeling like people are kind of sticking to what's been accepted so far? I, I, I don't, that's a really good question. I've never been asked that before. I mean, I could go onto the platform and just look at the colors <laughs> and I could say there's probably no single color that stands out, right? There's no blues a line of blues or a line of reds per se but what what certainly what we found is when we when we show the platform off we went with dark mode and generally i think i don't know what i don't know if it's a cyber thing or a tech thing but people like dark mode <laughs> and you know as a company we had to make a decision do we go white mode or dark mode and we went with dark mode because the focus group that came back said it just works better for us now i don't know i didn't i didn't get into the detail of that um, but we went with that. But from a branding perspective, 
the ones that have uh, that have taken who've got my who've certainly I've looked uh, raised my attention rather is the ones that they've gone with a single page layout on their website if that mm -hmm. if that makes sense Do you know what I mean there's not multiple pages it's just a single page you could scroll down and instantly you get a view of what that company does uh, um, big bold statements a video video content's massive as we know and and we're all moving towards that um, and and then keeping it quite to two or three colors but the colors I've not seen that. I've definitely not seen a, a certain color, a tone, or a palette, or you know, a, a wave, a certain a bunch of uh, one particular color rather that struck out because uh, I just not seen that. But I've, from a branding perspective, I've certainly seen the websites that work well are the ones that have that just that one page, and then they branch off into pages like we do. That we branch off into other pages, um, but like you'll get everything you need from our one page as soon as you get on our landing page you just scroll down you can see everything and and and, and our digital agency advises to have a video in there so we put a video in there so literally the first thing you can do is just play a video and you can get within you know one minute 50 our video is what jenny does for example right and it and it's kind of worked so people get it instantly and i think that's the thing i i think Branding is cool, but if you look at the way the market is and with, you know, the next gen and, you know, the, I don't know what they call Gen Z, the, you know, the real youngsters. But if you look at that wave of security folk coming into the industry and if you look at the, the millennials, these guys, they, they receive and accept content in a different way. They don't necessarily need to read a whole bunch of stuff. They're into podcasts. They're into videos. Um, so, and even myself, I'm a big audible guy as well as a, a big video guy. So I just digest things a lot quicker that way. Um, I don't have time to read a 30 page white paper on your company. So, and, and, you know, there are vendors out there who, who put that out there and that's cool. Cause there is a, there is an audience for that. But if you look at the wave of people coming through and the, I think the impact, uh, uh, branding, uh, branded and well-branded and, um, impact, uh, what would we call them landing pages have been the ones that have actually given you your content very very quickly and in a way it's easily digestible and that for me personally has worked really well anyway and actually we're doing the same thing we're, we're now doing videos for all of our vendors and we're going to give that out um, to uh, to the market so we're, we've already we've already about 18 19 videos in and we've got another five and a half thousand to go but it, a huge task <laughs> massive yeah it, yeah it is a huge task but you know wouldn't it, you know the whole premise of that was and i'm kind of you know giving away the next sort of thing that we're doing with jenny is wouldn't it be cool and if there was a place where you can compare uh, three companies but compare three videos and you've got the founders or the head of marketing or the VP of sales whoever the, the, the you know the, the speaker is saying hey my name's Tanesh I'm the CEO of DC and actually I've got this is what my company does and within three minutes you know what the company does and and it does two things a it calls out the company tells them keeps it real it's good for the brand because you know you're you're, you're there front and center and people can relate to people you know I've, I've realized that the more people see you and they realize it's the founder talking or the head of something talking or that person a voice a face and a voice behind the business I think people connect that with that person and that business a lot more so I think color is one thing landing page is another but actually the way you visualize your business out in the market definitely that's what we want to do that's the whole premise of Jenny is to give it make it even 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 easier and that's it even three times for the um user to come on board the platform and instantly say ah okay i know what this company does that's it Easy. yeah and and that's sort of like a and that's a great messaging exercise isn't it for the specific companies and um 
um, I was wondering if in the same way, you know, if you've noticed any patterns in, uh, in sort of brand colors and stuff, if you've noticed um, sort of a homogeneity in, uh, in sort of words used, messages, sort of descriptions of what they do. Um, and if there's ones that, again, stand out, sort of not having gone for the usual stuff. Yeah. Do you know what? That's a really good point, um, a really good uh, question, because actually now you, when you put it like that, what I have noticed, the ones that are impactful ones, the ones who are using simplified language, yeah, they are really good to for people in and out of industry. The problem with our industry is, and we imagine five and a half thousand vendors and counting daily, the problem you're gonna have with that is everyone wants to differentiate themselves by using a slightly different word on something which is actually pretty straightforward. That confuses the market, that makes things difficult. And 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 that that I think goes against you. Call it out simply, call it out what it is, don't make if it's AB, AB Techno Turbo Technics 12,010 Turbo, you know, and some funny name, right? Just call out what it is. And then obviously you've got your own version name of it. Cool. That's cool. That we have noticed. And we see a lot of that. Even we have a list. We have a holding pattern. Uh, to, so to, to, make, to make that real, we have a holding pattern in Jenny. So Jenny obviously uses AI and she finds what she finds. But even she gets confused sometimes. <laughs> what is this? So she puts in a holding pattern. And sometimes we come to that holding pattern on the on, on our on our engine in the back. And we see there's 30 or 40 companies there. And we have to go through them. So I have a CISO on the call. I have a I'm on the call and we have our lead platform director who's not a security guy. He's the, he's you know he's a lead builder, but he's he's now become an expert in security too. And we try and figure out what this company do. And there's one or two of them we all three of us were baffled. Like, where do we place this company? What does this company do? Imagine you've got a seasoned CISO, you've got I, and you've got this other guy. So three of us, we'd like to think we, you know, we've got it covered. This one company threw us for a good 25, 30 minutes. We're sitting there going, we actually haven't got a clue what this company does. So if we don't have a clue, what hope has the user got? What hope has the market got? Right. So simplify your messages. And there's a couple who have onboarded recently and their messaging has been well on point. You know, it's it, the, the, the whole thing from the branding, from the one page thing that I like. They've got content in there um, and they've every single thing they do. It's simplified in normal language. Like so we understand. Yes, it connects back to the, the purpose of, you know, what it's trying to solve. And it's a security thing, widget, something somewhere. But it, it the message is clear. So that's number one we've noticed. And the other thing we've noticed is that. Yes, I get why the language is also getting a little bit more complex because the products that and the solutions are coming out, they're becoming even more niche. So everyone's finding that everyone's coming out with it, or lots of people are coming out into the market with such a niche solution within a within let's say antivirus, for example, where they found something even more niche, and I'm just throwing it out there. They have to try and differentiate that product, right? From just the big statement, you know piece which it solves so av what do we call it call it something very very niche and that causes some confusion too so jenny's been thrown off a few times with that kind of stuff where okay we get it fits there um but like with all of these things right you know once you learn once she learns she she's got it covered she only needs to be taught once but for the market they isn't they're not machine learning right (laughs) we're not machine learning you know that's where the problem is so I think it's very, very important to get your language simple, keep everything on one page if you can, get your get some video content in there, do the traditional stuff as well as you know your your white paper and your, and your blogs and your content, all that sort of digital stuff, which we're seeing a lot of. Um, stuff like this, you know, get onto podcasts and to do all of that. Get I think it, there has to be for a marketing perspective, there has to be more of a rounded formula now to go out to market. 
because the users receive this information in different ways. So and keep it simple, crikey, keep it simple. Um, because if you don't get it and you're struggling to kind of articulate that message out, then then you come out with some message, which is crikey, God knows what. Your 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 users got no hope because you know what? It, it, they're already being bombarded with loads and loads of information. So they'll just look at it, don't understand it, and they'll swipe left or right or whatever it is, <laughs> and, and, and it's kind of gone. So. Um, in your travels, do you have a most um, hated word in cyber? One that you, every time you see, you're like, oh, they went there. So I don't like next gen. I never have done. Um, next gen is one of my personal ones I don't like. Um, funny enough, I never used to like AI. I never called out AI anywhere because I thought crikey gen's AI, but um, I was uncomfortable with it. But actually, she is. And now I've got used to that word and I now call out Jen, Jenny is uh, AI and unsupervised machine learning as well as a bunch of other things. So you have to get comfortable in it, but I've, I've had to understand and educate myself to appreciate that word. But when, when the word's just thrown out um, and now I appreciate the word, the value of the word, because I've created something that's AI, it, it's a little bit frustrating when I see companies use the word AI um, and not just in cyber, just generally when they use the word AI, but it really isn't AI. Um, that's that that bugs me. That's a personal thing, and it's the same with next generation. Really, is it next generation? What does that mean? So let's just make it a little bit real. Let's call it what it is. That's okay. And if actually, I know enough CISOs, um, you know, because this thing's powered by CISOs. <laughs> they like simplicity. You know, they don't they don't like those buzzy words either. Just call it out what it is, because they don't have the time, the bandwidth, and the headspace to try and understand what you do. Just call it out what it is. And 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 I think that's why certain words like next gen and AI and even cloud is a funny word for me still, you know, somebody else's computer, basically. These are words which, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have to get used to. They're there. We're going to, I'm using them myself, but uh, they do upset me sometimes. And, I, and, I, and because it upsets me because I have to go and read it. And then I think, well, in, 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 you know, I'm shouting at the screen saying, that's not AI, though. I know what AI is. Do you see what I mean? So yeah. it, it's just a personal thing, right? Um, I'm, I'm sure people are affected by words as I am. So, yeah, it's just, that's just me. Yeah. Um, in the time we have left, I'd love to um, kind of mine your experience a little bit because, you know, you're in this unique position where you're, you've had both a consultancy and a kind of sort of product mm -hmm. um, that you're marketing and, you know, sort of what are the challenges? I mean, maybe if we start with the consultancy, I mean, Consultancy for me is like one of the hardest things to market because it's it's expertise, isn't it? So um, I said, well, I guess, what are the are there, what are the challenges you've you've you sort of tried to overcome with marketing the decipher cyber consultancy and or what advice would you give to someone who has to market a consultancy um, and then I guess on the the Jenny side you know I don't I don't want to call Jenny a product because she's not a product she's yeah. a product, but um but it is sort of more of a of a tangible where you know a sort of a tangible experience with a tangible result yeah um, and so yeah so you must have. I guess a kind of treasure trove of learnings from marketing both of those. Are there any that you're happy to? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's it's it. I love both both of them a lot because they both bring out a different side of me. Um, so Jenny, the fun play side. You know, the the team's a lot younger as well. You know, everyone's a lot more agile and quicker and responsive, and everybody's a little bit more relaxed and you know we, we we've got a goal and we want to do this and we want to do that and it's fun and it's all fun things and then there's this 
thing called consulting and then every time I deal with consulting all of a sudden I've grown up again you know I've gone back to short back and sides even though I've got long hair and you know I uh, and I have to start talking grown up again you know because it's it cause, and it because it's based on trust and it's based on value and it's based on a building a relationship so if you think Jenny is out there she's doing a thing and it, that's just fun you can hear it in my voice and and it's quite easy to get that product message platform message out there right to the digital world and all the rest because it, it's it's quite simple really um she does what she does in the box it's not you know you lay it out and it's kind of done whilst you've got consulting which is first off it, the, the audience you know they, they're being they're pressured in a different way they're, they're being pressured by uh, a, a, a regulation or a compliance or a business driver they have to meet right and then they have to bring in a, a consulting firm such as ours who they've never done business with to help them deliver on that project but we've got to not only deliver on it we've got to help them then make an audit point or a tick box somewhere and which will impact their business and that may result in fines so all of a sudden you're in this grown-up conversation where you've got to build trust very very quickly and trust can only be built by if you've got existing clients so imagine if you if, if you don't you're, you're going to struggle a little bit right because it's based on referenceable clients it's based on who you know it's based on your experience what artifacts you already have because once you've done that a few times then only you can go out there and talk that same journey of what's about to come the good the bad and the ugly you know you can then uh, frame certain projects um, from a timeline perspective, from a cost perspective, um, and from an outcome perspective. You can't do that if you don't have that experience. So it does take a lot of experience. And I'm, you know, I'm fortunate that I am flanked by some CISOs who are all practitioners and they they've done this for big corporates. So in that way, it's it's quite lucky you can take that that experience out there, right? Trust is number one, first and foremost. Number two, you've got to position yourself correctly you can't be going in there and we positioned ourselves very carefully to make sure that we bring and we do what we say on the box we make sure price point we bring the big four and i always say we bring the big four experience um at, at an sme price point and it and, it, and it's it's possible now because the market is quite over, overwhelmed and it has got lots of thank god for ir35 it's pushed out so you've got all these contractors who, can, who are CISOs who have come into the market who want to you know better income for themselves they can go out there partner you can partner with them and you can go and deliver projects but with that massive real world experience right that's what they want they want a, a trusted partner somebody's got experience and then the positioning of your wording has to be dead on point you know you, it has to be easy it has to be um easy to understand that's what i mean you know the language can't be fluffy you know that it has to be something that resonates with your audience if your audience is an sme company and they're and they're an it director or a cio or you're talking to a ceo and they've never done this before you can't go in there talking about you know big statements and the big sort of language it's you've got to simplify what is the journey we're going to go on how long it's going to take what the possible outcomes will be and you know costs and all of that kind of stuff and then simplify that and and, and i think if you get that right you 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 can get your messaging out there and business will come and, and and certainly for us it's never come to us like that it's always grown organically in the sense it's been referenceable so we've just delivered well and then it's been referenced on and referenced on and referenced on either from procurement or from uh, uh in fact we're, we're just bidding for some work at the moment and that came from a cio from another company who's landed another company and he's invited us in and again he that's the way it worked and i think it's it, it works for us right now because we're not driven by an investor we're not driven 
driven by a big number or a big target, any of that business. You know, we are a boutique firm. You know, we pick up projects that we enjoy, that we've done before, and that we're going to make sure we deliver and execute well. So for us, that kind of stuff is um, really, really key. But messaging is absolutely key. Don't go in over-promising stuff because consult, you can fall down very, very quickly as all professional services companies will know. Um, and especially if you're, it's your first engagement, again, don't go try and boil the ocean. We have a very simple rule. We just want to land first. I don't like big projects initially, if I'm honest. Um, you know, as a team, we like to go in with smaller projects, build the trust, build the network, build the team, understand their business, and then earn the right to go and deliver other projects. And I think that's what separates us definitely from the, and I'm not going to say the names, but the traditional sort of big firms out there. And I'm not referring to the big four, I'm on about that middle bracket, um, who are slightly, well, a lot bigger than us, but not quite big four. Those guys going with the big story first. And I think that's that 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 that's a little bit off-putting, certainly for a lot of SMEs that we talk to. Um, so those three things are key, uh, four, four things rather. Uh, certainly we've seen to get right from a marketing perspective, right? Definitely. Um, I know you have to go. So before we let you go, um, we've covered a lot of uh, of sort of the ground that you cover. Um, so for listeners that uh, just want a little bit of, they just want to know where to find you basically. So um, you've mentioned uh, the consultancy, you've mentioned Jenny, and you've mentioned uh, the book you have coming out. So how mm-hmm. do our listeners find these things? So for the book, I've got my own personal blog site which kind of tells you about my last my journey over the last two three years and you know how it was pretty bad and how it's okay now and how where it's going to go in the future and that's that's quite simply my name it's www.tineshchaya.com and for the for the Jenny and consultancy site you'll find everything on decipher.com and I'm I'm pretty big on LinkedIn Um, that's my stomping ground I love LinkedIn so I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn so you know please connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I, I want to be one of those guys that can shout out, you know, over a thousand gazillion followers one day. Uh, but, you know, LinkedIn, LinkedIn is, I, I connect with everybody. I like, I like connecting because I like hearing about people's journey. So absolutely connect with me, message me, have a coffee. Um, that's how we got here, right? So right, do yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, Tanesh, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me.